I got a double cheers tonight. Oh. I got a weird drink situation. So cheers to episode 145. You didn't get a Baja Blast? They were out of Baja Blast that kind of night, that kind of that kind of sports day. So I got Pepsi from Taco Bell, and I have some tea over here. So That's good. I have water. I'm dieting. Red Gatorade. I'm on the, uh, yep. Senior year of college, Evan Cadmus spring break diet. Dude. Seven pounds, two weeks. I can do it for you. Senior year, spring break, Evan Cadmus diet. What did that consist of? I don't know what Evan's diet was, but it worked. He like ate nothing bad. And that's what I'm doing. I can eat anything. Cut out sweets. I hate. And Evan loves sweets. Yeah. As I just ate five Milano cookies. Um, I stuck to like a pretty strict breakfast diet. Um, and then lunch was always like a couple snacks and then dinner was always a salad with like a protein. Um, tonight is Sunday, December 10th, 2023, 7.38 PM Eastern, 6.38 PM Central Time. Welcome into the number one all-around sports podcast in the state of Michigan. And we're doing a live watch-along to Michigan State-Nebraska hoops. So, pause where you're at right now. Set your second half. Go back DVR. Listen to this podcast while watching the game. 17.03 in the second half. We'll count down when they inbound this ball so you can sync it up with us. No one's going to do that. (laughs) 7, 58, 16, 57, 56, 55. That's where we're at. All right. You should be synced up if you did that right. No good from three. Okay. No commenting. <laughs> uh, before we get into tonight's show, at Shot of MS everywhere on social media, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, please. It's, the, it's Christmas season, Hanukkah season, Kwanzaa season. The season of giving to be merry. What day is Kwanzaa? Is that right? Kwanzaa's around. Not your guy. Uh, Tuesday, December 26th to Monday, January 1st. All right. Yeah. It's the season of giving. So please give to us by sharing it with a friend. Five star review. If you haven't like subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, We are going to talk about a variety of topics in not any particular order. They're going to consist of Lions versus the Bears. I think all of us actually yeah, after today. Long. We're playing because well. he hasn't been watching. And now we're playing like shit. Hmm. Anyways. What if refing is the problem? It's not the problem. Spoiler, it's not the problem. <laughs> um, Alex's relationship with sports in general, it got dark last week, but I think this could apply to a few of us now. I'm pretty, I'm pretty down on the dumps today, I'll be honest. So if you like tears, if you're sicko, this is the show for you. Um, Aiden Childs, some updates on that. Jim Harbaugh's contract, some updates on that. Not happening. A Michigan State Hoops therapy to? session as the game's going on could be weird. Uh, I don't think Unlikely, it's ever been done before. Probably won't be doing it if we lose. This could, well, it could get really juicy. In that case, there's no therapy session five minutes after a loss. We're not. No, we're not doing that. A a place just to let it all out. We're not doing that. We might. I'll ask the the one third owner of the show. We're not doing that. Pistons problems. Definitely not doing that. 
and the Red Wings. I wrote down Red Wings season, but after what I saw this week, we'll get to in my weekly recap. I don't have many nice things to say either. Nice letdowns. They're pretty good at that. Michigan State hockey. Maybe we should add that in. Good, good hockey program. Cool uniforms. Sick. Very sick. Um, we'll start in. with weekly check-ins as always. Alex, the ball is in your court. When did we record? Sunday, December 3rd. A week. week. Uh, Okay. Uh, During the week, you know, standard work. Gym. Nothing exciting. Tan. Laundry. Tan. Uh, No tan. Forgot to do laundry today. Thanks for the reminder. Chapstick. Uh, I won't do it, I guess. Um, Stinky boy. Well, I have... I have at least one pair of underwear available, which is all that you need. <laughs> um, Friday. So we switched to order in the off season. So for work, we have half days on Fridays until February. Nice. Um, so I played golf Friday. Um, it's like 76 degrees. Saturday was wow. 80. Hey, uh, How'd you hit him? Um, pretty similar to the last two times I've golfed. I realized that when you don't play golf for a month, this, this is just going to keep happening. I played really bad on the front, and I played pretty good on the back. I think I shot 42-40, so I shot 80. Or no, so 40-82, sorry. 42-40-82. Um, we played a best ball. Uh, 2v2 match. Uh, sad to report mm-hmm. that we lost. Pressed on 17. Uh, well, I'm not going to say their name on the podcast. Same co-workers, though. friends, girlfriend. Both. No girlfriend, Evan. I have not. I don't talk to women. Pressed on 17. Uh, so just needed to win one of the last two holes. You know. And leave there uh, not in debt. I parred 17. They make a 20-footer for par. It's like, all right, fine. We'll just go to 18. We'll get it done. Uh, meanwhile, my partner hit it OB both holes, so he was mm. not not there. Um, and it was his idea to press. So not great. Mm. Uh, then 18, uh, I stripe it down the middle, got 100 in. Uh, hit a pretty good shot about like 15 feet for birdie. Uh, their guy hitting shot number two, uh, puts it to three feet, mm. tap in birdie. Somebody's closer. Uh, lip out on my putt and oh. um, L. So not only did we not even tie the press, we just straight up lost. So that's double. That was double the money. Not great. So that was Friday. I like that. Uh, that felt like. Took me flashbacks to the summertime recordings when you guys have your golf recaps. That was a blast from the past right there. Get a little December golf. Um, Saturday, it's 80 degrees, as mentioned. Um, didn't do a lot. Just kind of hung out. I went outside. You know, walked around. Nothing Army, Navy, because you guys love that. I watched the last, the fourth quarter of that game. That was it. I don't really actually love that game. I love the ambiance of it, but I don't actually like watching it. 
Like, I don't know if I've ever, I actually know for a fact, I've never watched an Army Navy game start to finish. Hmm. I'm sure I haven't, Me either. but I haven't. And then Sunday today was full of misery. Here we are. Evan? What'd you do? Oh, I forgot something. Something super ahead. exciting. I uh, mounted my TV in the living room. Whoa. Adult things. How'd that go? Good. Did you use Easy. a level? Leveler? I did. It came with a level, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only issue I have right now is I had to buy some cord hiders because the cords just hang down the middle. It's like I would just drill a hole into the wall and then like go through the back, but it's an apartment, so I can't do that. Hmm. You can patch it. And I know you might be wondering, well, Alex, you mounted your TV. You're probably not allowed to do that either. Well, I did a nail mount. So just they're just little baby holes across. But it's like it was like 15 nails across a line. Pretty sturdy, I guess. It says 100 pounds or, or less. I'm pretty sure my TV is under 100 pounds. If not, if it comes crashing down in the middle of the night, that will be pretty terrifying. But yeah. <laughs> So there'd be 15 small holes in a row when you take it out. Yep, but they're like really small. They're nail size. Versus one if I want to drill into... Fix that. Yeah. I'm a little nervous for you. My full disclosure, my security deposit was $400, not mm. like a full month's rent. So if I lose that, I in my head, I already don't <laughs> have it, so... What's what's the difference? It's just a it's just a gift if you get it back. I think back to my buddy uh, Thomas from Butler, and <laughs> I don't think it was his mount, but he took the TV down from his wall. <laughs> oh, I can already 30, see that. Thirty-seven different holes in a crazy <laughs> pattern behind it, and like the wall was absolutely destroyed in the middle. And I don't know <laughs> if what it was kind of mount did he have. I don't know if it was mine. Is literally people. Like- or it was his as well, but it was insane. It was a diagram of holes. And that's what I'm just picturing that behind yours. Evan, you should have full privileges to mount your TV. I mean, you you could do that. The TV mount I got was 15 bucks. You can mount it in your room. My TV, I have a desk. Yeah, I had a table too, but mounting TVs just looks better. I can hear him. Hi, buddy. <laughs> he ran away. Oh shit! Hey, gotta let it out. It's probably eating something. I'm listening. In. I think I heard Ben say sorry. Listening, uh, Michigan State's losing by four. Fifteen minutes ago. Fifteen oh seven. Fifteen oh six. Fifteen oh five. Need it. Didn't get it. Got the board. Oh, you're way behind me, dude. Right, sorry. We get the trash. Well, I was going to the it. bar on Thursday, another bar. Just kind of forgetting my whole week. Just kind of coming back to me in in phases. Another outdoor bad. bar that Evan would enjoy. It's hard to hate an outdoor bar. Yeah, it really is. This one's nice. They had heaters too, and it was like sixty-six degrees. But they had those like table heaters, and they were on. I was I thought it was funny. Oh, hairball. Stinky. All right. Uh, we can keep your opinions to yourself. Um, 
I didn't do too much. I literally don't have anything like overly exciting. Like typical work, work, more work. Had a couple games this week. Tuesday and Monday and Friday. Yeah, Monday and Friday. Monday was an L. Friday was a win. Said that L. Uh, Yesterday, I didn't really do much. I had work technically, volunteer work in the morning. Uh, Grant, you'll know this. Cleared out the entire barn, hitting barn. Oh. So there's no walls anymore. It's just one big old open barn. Wait. The hitting barn has no more walls anymore. It's not divided or anything. It is just wide open. You can see wall to wall. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. Yes, that's right. Because it was so separated from like where we had our football locker room at halftime and then where we actually hit baseball. So it's one gigantic thing now is what you're saying. Yes. Um, It's going to get turfed. It's supposed to get turfed next week. Are we like going to become the next Celine or something? Are we we ramping up our athletics? We're trying to catch up from everybody else that actually passes bonds and millages in town. And we just try to put band-aids over everything. How's our NIL program looking? Not good enough. Um, did that Saturday, and then Saturday kind of just hung out, watched some football, played some video games. Wait, I got a question. I have an answer. Uh, well, I don't know if you do, actually. NIL, you know, obviously applies to college Name, athletes. image, and likeness. Mm-hmm. What about high schoolers? Can they take money? Yeah. They can? Yeah, high schoolers have jobs. I think there's I know, a there's they, a break. Can they take like because there's obviously like popular high school TikTokers. I'm sure they could get paid. Yeah, there's like sports. a brand new. Uh, somebody has signed like the richest high school one deal. So yes, Not you that can long make ago. money as a high schooler too in sports now. I'm thinking for like freshmen, like technically all the recruits that sign that get the money are still high schoolers until they enroll. Like when I was a senior in high school playing golf in the summer before my senior year, I could not accept money on a golf course if I won like Correct. money games. Can you accept money in now? MHSA probably doesn't allow you to because they're the they're just as crooked as the NCAA. Yeah, I'm gonna say technically probably no, but I do think um, I will say most like, kids do. In terms, of I'm golf. sure. Pro- I'm sure private schools have paid someone to choose their school over another oh, yeah. school in the area. Well, that they just give scholarships to private schools. So they can give academic scholarships. That's that's been yeah. going on for years. I just didn't know what the NIL situation was for a high schooler. Like, can you get paid? But it sounds like a, a you don't know. Debilitating. <laughs> was that Tominaga? No, you went to the locker room. Wiltshire, one in earlier. Fifty-one zero eleven forty-nine. Um, other than that, have a game on Tuesday. Evan, I don't know. Uh, have you been doing some extra care with the beard? Because I think it looks really good right now. I think it looks it does look trimmed. Um, potentially the best. Did tr- well all of November. I did not trim it or anything. Like I just <clears throat> let it all go. No didn't even trim up like my neck. I would trim up like just like my whiskers here mm-hmm. but i've been recently trying to trim it up as much as possible because i don't like it all yeah, she, she takes nice. the, like scissors to it uh this i 
funny. This is my method. It is probably the worst method possible, but like <laughs> I get out of the shower, no. I just run my hand through talking. it and get it out super wide and long this way. And then I just then, trim it up with like a like a razor. I don't I don't scissor cut it. Like a like an electric okay. uh Couldn't razor. you like not like a facial razor, it's kind of like a almost like a just clipper. Get smaller clipper. A clipper and then like just get like a It is made for put, beards. Put like a four put on a guard it. On it. <laughs> I'm too afraid that, that as soon as I put a guard on it, like I don't know how well it's gonna turn out. Because I think it only looks good like it was thick when it's long. I think it, it you would do well to like trim it down to your face, but like obviously still show. I don't know how. To I only it. have like three months left of this. In March, it's going straight just mustache. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the baseball season, JV oh, baseball yeah. season. Is that required? Yes, uh, it's in the yes, contract. it is. <sighs> that well, I hope it looks good. And then like in the Yankees June, have a. And in June, I'm dying. I'm dying my mustache. I'm gonna go down to Myrtle Beach. So on Cody's bachelor party, you're gonna have it dyed. No, mustache. it's after the week after it's gonna get dyed. What color are you dyeing it to? I might dye it ginger or orange. Yes, also for baseball. Stupid. Yep, for baseball. I don't get it. This feels like something that you do if your team won the championship. Why are you? And if you were already? a high schooler, why do it's you have funny. to do it? It's gonna be funny. You should actually. A couple players on my uh, teams recommend it, and I said, "Yeah, fine, I'll do it." I'll do it. You should bleach your hair. <laughs> I'm not bleaching my hair. <laughs> yeah, like you want to bleach our hair. We should all bleach our hair for Cody's bachelor party. What do you say? Okay, yes. Could you imagine? And nobody can wear hats. First. And we all get to have to wear uh, speedos. Speedos. In the Chicago River hot tub. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's gonna be warm enough to do stuff like that. It's gonna be middle of June. What are you talking about? Dude, what do you mean? June. Yes, it's the uh, it's a hot tub. It's it's good if it's cold outside. Did you not see the TikTok? It was freezing. I didn't watch the TikTok, honestly. How it much was it? Me. I didn't look up that. I just saw it was looking like a good a time. Of, we got a bunch of people that are worried about it, dollars. It actually didn't look that good of a time. I just done it as a joke. Also, just now that we're on this topic. Um, because Evan needed to do it Father's Day weekend, the Cubs tickets are quite expensive. I'm just preparing you for that now. Even for the bleacher seats? seats? Uh, the cheapest ticket in Wrigley Field on Saturday, which I'm already moving this game to Friday because we're not going to go on Saturday. The cheapest ticket on Saturday in the entire place is $152. The cheapest ticket on Friday is $82. And that's general oh. admission in the outfield. So that's what we'll be doing. Yeah, but we don't You're have Friday games. If the Cubs Friday suck. at 1 p.m. Price could go up or the price it's could Father's go Day weekend. Suck. That's why. You know, as of right now, though, we're in December. That's Are they even point. good? All, well, they were yeah. pretty good last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's the they Cardinals, you know, division rival. And all the dads and their sons want to go walk to a baseball game. Take me out to the ball game, Dad. <laughs> <sighs> Jesus. Oh, I missed it. Grant? You're way behind, bro. No. Oh, no. I'm not. I just messed up my contact. Take your time. I'm back. I'm back. Um, First half of my week, I don't think I did anything notable. Just worked. Uh, Thursday, went to the Red Wings game. Friday. Was a pretty electric. Went to the Red Wings game. 
the only thing from Thursday game that I think is notable. Well, one, it was one of the crazier games um, that they'll probably have this year. Bad loss. I was whist- is that the game where I'm yeah. four nothing and lost? Yeah. So I was with someone who bet over six and a half goals. It was not me, I promise. And it was 0-0 after the first period. And the Sharks had like a bunch of changes to score. Especially and so did the Wings. NHL, FYI. And no one could score in the first period. And this guy's bet was just looked absolutely dead. Just dead in the water. And we're like, all right, maybe maybe they'll start scoring goals. So I think it was seven goals were scored in 10 minutes. That was a sweet one. And then... Goaltending? I don't know. Do you guys really like good. these quarter zips? I like these quarter zips. I don't mind them. Be great for like Easter brunch. They gave um, that? Rigged. Big time rigged. Um, so he had over six and a half goals. And the Wings scored three goals in like 40 seconds. And then the Sharks scored like five goals in a couple seconds. And all of a sudden, his bet hit in the span of nine minutes, and it was one of the more fun betting experiences I've ever seen someone have. Just just ripping goals left and right in the span of ten minutes, he covered his bet. And then, also my fault, uh, I jinxed. I don't believe in jinxes, but I did kind of jinx their loss because there was two minutes left to go in the game, and the wings were up five to four, empty net. I put on my jacket, like, all right, I'm getting ready to, ready to hit the exits, and then a Why? bunch of other people put their. Why? What? Why do you need I just, to be that guy that needs to exit the stadium the second the game ends? Because you're trying to beat the traffic. Are you one of those people? Because I hate those. There people. wasn't no. There wasn't many people left at this point that I was there with, and then the rest of the people put on their jackets. I was like, ah, we're almost like daring the Sharks to score a goal. Am I right? And they scored three seconds after it left my mouth, like the rebound off the boards, and they tucked it in That's for five five. That's and I was like, oh, guess we got to stay for overtime now. Surely that won't last long. And the Sharks scored in like five seconds to win six five. It's on you. And then Friday didn't really do a whole lot of anything. Saturday went back, went back to Detroit. I know what Evan wanted to say off the record. Just what Evan just screamed in his head. <sighs> yeah, I did. Oh, it's the first thing that came to my head. I know. I've heard you say it a thousand times. Nine fifty-seven, nine fifty-six, nine fifty-five. We went downtown Detroit. All you can drink buffet leading up into the game. Yeah, Went you, to some bars. Did you realize that every not. time you sent a picture, people would say, "Hey, Grant, what are you doing?" And you just refuse to tell anybody what you're doing, <laughs> over yeah. and over again. And I knew what you were doing, but I was for everyone else. I was like, "God, they must be like really curious," and they keep asking. I said I had just, a big day of drinking ahead of me. And Grant just keeps blowing everyone off because he thinks he's too good for them. Classic Wolverine. Uh, really, it was like I wasn't reading the text. I was just sending the picture, putting my phone back in my pocket, and then reminding myself to take another picture every time a new drink came. Is all I was doing. I wasn't really reading the texts that were coming towards my way. It's rude. I was just trying to disconnect to connect with the people that I was in person with. Um, I got this uh this giveaway. It was Mike Vernon Hall of Fame night, so they gave out this mask. Nice, pretty cool. Yeah, one of the first five thousand people I think in the arena. And early to the to game, early stopped. to try to get to the exits. So early to the game because uh, who we were one person we were with, uh, Bobby his. Crazy fact, his grandpa played hockey for the Red Wings. 
as well as the Canadians. And he actually scored a game-winning Stanley Cup overtime goal in like the 1940s, which is sick to have that. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, And then I'm not entirely sure. I'd have to look it up. My God. I think Jimmy something. Soko tries to be so bad at basketball every possession. Sorry, Grant. Um, and then the game was lame. It was chippy. Uh, I thought we saw Dylan Larkin die. Yeah, or, that was like, scary. severely hurt. Ken Calvin really talked about that uh, today. What did he say? Night. He said if that same play happened to McDavid, would it only be a two-minute minor penalty? Uh, if you put McDavid in Larkin's shoes and that would happen to McDavid, what, what's like the outcome? I don't know. Does it, Connor McDavid like LeBron? Connor McDavid is the best ball. player in NHL. No, I know, I know his skill years. level. I'm just wondering if he's like gets all the calls type of guy. And that's kind of hard to get the calls from as much, but like the media, they don't <laughs> enough because Edmonton sucks. Because our boy Kenny okay. Holland's running it. He just looked like a one of the, you know those um crime scene things where they Travel. tape the body. That's what he looked like laying on the ice for like thirty seconds. It was very scary. I guess his test came back negative, which is good. Which, like so, they're all clear. So that's good. I don't know when he comes back, but it was very scary. The sad part is they didn't fight twenty one until like the third period. They went the whole second period and no one fought him. It was kind of funny every time they showed. People in the crowd, like during breaks and intermissions, people kept doing um, two one and like throat slash, like two one, you're dead. Like we want you dead. <laughs> it was. Or like some guy was like two one and put up both fists, like he wanted to fight him. Like people That's were fine, calling the for throat slashes quite a bit. It was like a, yeah, it was a throat slash. People were calling for his head. And some guy actually behind him said, I want 21 decapitated. <laughs> Taki, it's the guy lot. actually, uh, the guy actually had to turn off his uh, all his social media comments. I think because Wings fans were like saying them mean threats. So um, the fan base had Dylan's back. The Wings kind of did. They fought him in the third period once the game was already over. Yeah, I saw Kane's first goal. It was oh, I'll tell you what. Never felt more charged up. I would have fought twenty one after this moment. So right after Larkin goes down, let me walk you through the moment. He goes down. It is dead silent. He gets up. We're like, oh shit. They sort through all the penalties. They decided to do a five-minute major for Perron because he came and just cross-checked a dude. It was actually kind of funny. He cross-checked the wrong guy. He just turned around, saw Dylan Larkin prone face down the ice and cross-checked the person that was standing closest to Larkin, which was number 27, not the guy who hit him. So he gets a five-minute major, and he's probably going to get suspended multiple games for it because it was it was he went stick to his neck, like just like he had Dylan's back. And then... The so he got five minutes, and then two of the senators got two minute penalties. So we were on a four on three, I think, power play for like a couple minutes or five and four, whatever. We had an advantage for a couple minutes, and Kane scores. The place is going bonkers because it ties it at one one at this point. And they show Kane when he sits on the bench, and you, you can read his lips perf- perfectly. He goes, "Let's." go and i was like oh my god we're about to explode on the sharks and they just scored four unanswered goals and we lost five to one no sorry the senators so that was sad but in that moment when kane said let's effing go just ready to run through a brick wall he's one of us but apparently the team wasn't apparently the team was not um 
yeah, then woke up today, didn't do a ton, meal prepped, but I watched purchase a pair of cowboy boots. Crazy. I'm like, told that the fr- price of cowboy boots is <laughs> like that expensive. There was a pair there. There's a pair for thirteen fifty right here. If that makes you feel better, and the guy goes, "Yeah, those are actually marked down half off from three thousand dollars." And I was like, "What the f- cowboy boots are three k for like really a- expensive?" Everyone here talks Crazy. about like you gotta get you some boots. I was like, "How much are they?" They're like, "Oh, three hundred at least." I'm like, "Well, never mind. Won't be getting any." Over under though, like let's be real with each other in the trust tree. How many months until you have a pair of cowboy boots, Alex? Do you guys have to set the over under? Not me. Or like be a long time, long, long oh, time. Yeah, I would agree. I think this time next year, like the winter, we roll into fall and winter next year. You're gonna want a pair and buy one. <laughs> and I just can't picture you in them. I don't think I could wear them. I, I don't think I could pull Alice, them off. Alex says, "Make a bet. Let's say if Texas wins a national championship for football, you have to buy a pair right after." Um, what do you have to now? do if they don't? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm a Texas fan. I know you do a bad is like a two man thing. If they don't, you have to. If they will, I will. All right, sure, deal. You have to buy cowboy boots when Alabama wins the national championship. Wait, I thought I was. If Texas doesn't win, in Texas wins, you do. I was like, no, I'm the Texas fan. We've reversed it now. If Texas, oh, then no, that is a no deal. Sorry, that's still the worst goaltending call I've ever seen. And you get a cowboy hat to complete the look. Well, if I had boots, I'd have a hat. They took them away. They took it away. Oh my god, we're only down at a point. Some voodoo shit is happening. Yeah, they took. They the can do that. Away. Yeah, I guess they were like, yeah. Five minutes good. later, I guess That's the next illegal. dead ball that Nebraska the next fans, dead ball yeah, that right. review it. Wow, that is game changing. Alex, you have to go boots, hat, and a if I got boots, I get a hat, denim jacket, I into a, am a f- yes, denim jacket, <laughs> and you have to send cow. us a picture, denim jacket. Canadian jumpsuit, Alex. Denim jacket and jacket wear here. jeans. No shirt on. Jeans, fine. Gotta get, get myself some Wranglers. <laughs> and you gotta send them. I send a picture, like White's picture, with this with this cowboy hat. It wasn't even close. You have to recreate White's picture in his cowboy hat. On your feet. I thought this game would be in the bag by Shut now. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Not all of us may butler play. Fran McCaffrey oh, too, baby. Well, Nebraska is seven and two. That. This would be a huge win. I am a Butler basketball fan. I am not a sports fan. When do we get into that topic? Should we hit that now? Do you want to? With five minutes left, when my focus is clearly lacking. Yeah, maybe we should get through the grossness that is bullshit. Oh, dang! For five thirty-three, five thirty-two, five thirty-one, five thirty. Someone slapped. What a before. great no goaltender. Nebraska call that has was. to be shooting like seventy percent from the field. Evan, you should have saw the first too. half. You should have saw the stretch of them hitting five straight threes. It was bananas. Ours. It's probably it's probably Nebraska's ball that because they didn't call foul. Also, shout out Doctor Love Coys. Big win today. Doctor Love destroyed the Magpies. You know what? Let me let me give my thoughts on Harbaugh's contract. Yeah, while let's you guys, do that while we finish oh. this out. I'm so, well, well, you guys probably have thoughts about this too. Is he actually no. going to have? There's a reason he hasn't signed it. I mean, I have a th- theory that it's go- it could get kind of ugly and that he won't sign it. But I could be totally wrong. So, Weird pass that was. On, I don't know, was it Thursday? Thursday or Wednesday this week? They uh, Whenever you send it to us. 
It was Richard Johnson from CBS. Bang. <laughs> I was about to stand up because he stood up last time. Um, Richard Johnson from CBS puts out this tweet that says, I'm paraphrasing, but he said the contract. Ooh, sorry. sorry. He had Richard Johnson from CBS. Dick Johnson. Dick Dick. Dick Johnson. Dick Dick. <laughs> Dick Dick. <laughs> Uh, I think funny. that's his name. They're making me question it. I no, think it no, is that Richard. is double D's. You guys are making me double, double check now. <laughs> double D. Oh my god! I gotta get this right now. Dick Johnson, are you sure? Yeah, you're I'm on the sorry, right this Twitter today? account might be fake. Are you on the black and orange no, it's site, or are you on Twitter? No, it's yeah, it's Richard Johnson. You on X or the rated X one? It's really bad camera, but black and orange site, Evan. Richard Richard Johnson. Did they like Richard Johnson? <laughs> Twenty six thousand followers. Anyway, <laughs> enjoy yourself, Alex. Come on, come on. Uh, Go green. All right. Sor- source all caps. Michigan is working on a contract extension for Jim Harbaugh worth eleven million dollars per year for five years. The Chum main change. hurdle remaining is a commitment in writing from Harbaugh that he will not pursue an NFL job this cycle. Is this Santa Ana? Just this, this cycle? Yes. Yes, to which question? And then there was another this was from um John Bacon, the guy who's got uh, some that guy uh, doesn't know shit. No, he actually does like have ties to the athletic department. So he, when he says didn't stuff he say Jim it was is gone? pretty valid. Oh my god. That was Chris Ballas. Oh right. Um, <laughs> what a terrible stretch that was! You guys still have four minutes left. You guys are in shambles. We have to win this game. Have to. Have to. So, John Bacon said that the I'm sorry lawyers. It's a once in a lifetime watch along. We'll never have this moment again. A must win game against the just Nebraska. didn't have Cohen Card getting stuffed at the rim on my bingo card. Well, yeah, he isn't. His hops are overrated. Pierre Brooks dunked on his face. Okay, Cohen Carr was right there. He just had his arms in the wrong spot. <laughs> you have to consider when people leak stuff to the media like this. Tom, who is feeding this? Who's feeding this information? What's their agenda? Why would they say it like this? It's pretty clear to me from the tweets I saw about his contract that Michigan's athletic department is pushing this out there. With careful wording saying, we have a contract on the table for him. It's in his court to basically tell us he'll take it and there's no NFL flirting. And I think that's a terrible idea to do publicly because if there's anything we know about Jim Harbaugh, he's insanely stubborn. And I don't think he's going to like that narrative out there that it's his call on the contract. I understand why Michigan's doing it to try to save themselves if he leaves and say, hey, we gave him the contract. We said you got to commit to us, yada, yada, yada. But I could see this going down a messy path where is Jim just has his contract on his desk for two months and then he waits for the NFL cycle and then says, all right, yeah, I'll come back. Like, I don't think we're going to get a written commitment from him saying he won't pursue get. anything. He'll just wait. Genius. Genius by Jimbo. And I, I don't know if that's going to piss more people what off. What are you going to do? Just point, decide that you don't want him? Because I'm sure that's right. not going to happen. He holds. He has all the he leverage. He holds the I think so. It just was weird that it got leaked like this and who's saying it. That, that was what was interesting to me. It's clearly 
a PR thing from them saying, we're doing it. We have the number. It's in his court. He needs to commit to us. Like, I don't, I don't know what you do at this point. I guess you just have to wait and see if he does something. But I don't feel great about it. The way it's been released doesn't make me feel better. I I've been hearing there's progress on it for about a year now. So I, I until was, it's actually yeah, signed. Grant, if I were you, the only way I would ever feel good is when I see that he signs it. Every day he doesn't sign it is more reason to worry. And even if he does sign it, I need to know what the buyout is. Is it a low buyout? Is he just going to leave if an NFL team buys it out? The closer, the team be a the closer to you get to the game, I don't think he will sign it. The closer you get to their game. It's a next. distraction. Yeah, because that's the first thing that's going to get asked. But that's also going to be the first thing that's going to get asked during Rose Bowl media days, no matter what, you, when you do sign it, when you don't sign it. Grant, you didn't announce to the people that you're going to the Rose Bowl. Yeah, I'm going to the Rose Bowl. That feels I like a big that. life like that was moment. a while ago. That was this yeah. week. I'm sure we'll talk about it. we'll talk about it more as we get up to the um, game. No freaking! I guess we have less than a month. Will One Jim days. Harbaugh be at the Rose Bowl? We'll see. Yeah, he will be. <laughs> NFL season over. Um, you should put that as the title <laughs> mark of podcast. Will Jim be in Pasadena? Do you think the athletic department um, putting out the numbers of 11 mil per year for five years does that make you? Should Michigan fans feel better about potential NCAA sanctions that they're comfortable giving that contract without knowing the full? I mean, the worst case is he gets like suspended for a few games. I think I don't NCAA, think anybody think cares about anything. He's right not going to do anything about it. The only thing they need to care about is this season. That's what I'm thinking, Evan. I was reading that as like potential. I think Michigan's like, yeah, this. we're we're over it because they suspended him during the Ohio State game. I think but it's just all going to fade away. If Ohio State would have won, you know, maybe hmm. they. God. It's just going to fade away. No one's ever even going to talk about Connor Stallions a year from now. Other than like the classic joke. Well, once he becomes the head coach for Eastern. Central. Central. Um, all right. That's Harbaugh's contract. We'll see what happens. Uh, your guys' guy, Aiden Childs, he seems like he's locked up. Mm, it's not official till it's official, but yeah, it's pretty he official. He likes dogs. He likes Zeke the Wonder Dog. He likes dogs. That was a funny tweet. Oh my gosh. Well, we didn't. <laughs> is this, this is bad time just, to do a podcast right now. We might just have to dial into the end of this game and then pick, pick up after. Oh, wow. Oh, you're it's over. Grand. We can Please do the podcast. Continue shot. on. Next question. Evan, Evan you can't call Dagger with Timeout. That was the worst possession. Stop. The previous possession was the worst possession. Refresh, Alex. No. Just stop. (laughs) All right. Serious question about Childs, though. If you guys get him, we still have nobody on roster. So, well, Evan, they're going to get people. You're not going to go into a season with 30 players. (laughs) They're going to have a roster by that time. I get that, but. Yeah, let's just say you're sitting there, you know, Evan, maybe you're at um, the high school, Alex, you are at your office, you guys are sitting there, it's a two, it's a week from now, no, it's probably on Tuesday, they wait till Tuesday, they dump it, boom, Ain Childs, committed transfer, are we thinking eight and four, nine and three in our head, are we letting ourselves get that crazy, because he's the number one quarterback in the entire portal, or are we going to mm-hmm. be like, well, let's keep it calm, let's relax, or are we, are we jumping? No, Alex, you, you, you need to have an <laughs> offensive. We don't have any offensive linemen at the moment. 
So no, it'd be like we'll just be like Colorado. But this, let's be real though. Does Aiden Childs need blockers? Yes, everybody does. Okay. <laughs> he's human. USC, like you still have to have the rest of your team. You can't just have one guy. It helps. It certainly helps. That's a that's a foul. That's a foul. It's a foul on the shot. It was Before a shot. screen. I saw you guys hired a defensive coordinator tonight. We did. Yeah, and Joe, we can defer Joe to Rossi from Minnesota. He, when he was hired by him? Minnesota, he took over. They fired defense coordinator midseason, took over, did excellent, did excellent the following season. And then he's been like ho-hum, but not bad. I mean, his defense is still pretty solid each They had a lot of year. turnover this year, a lot of new guys. Yeah. So um, he has, as Alex said, he has – gotten guys to the league he's developed young players players they kind of haven't really heard of linebackers coach and he's also playing at minnesota but also a small little asterisk there he is playing in the west each week so but they do play east opponents correct and they do lose those games would he have coached antoine winfield yes that one of his guys yes he was on staff before he was on staff before that and then got hired he got promoted Eight draft picks. What was his position, coach? Ten all big linebackers. Players. He's a linebacker. Linebacker. Oh, Ugh. there's no way. It's only because he's little. There's no way. There's no way. Also, there's a four-star linebacker committed to Minnesota who's from Michigan who visited this weekend. So that's that seems like all but a wrap. So, I you know, don't see helps. him as a four-star. Everything I'm seeing is a three-star. Two four seven has him as a four, I think. Someone has him as a four. I don't care about stars. I said this what a year. I don't ago. either. I don't care about stars. He's Max Boa. I don't care about development. I don't care about development. He's Max Boa. Well, in development jobs. over stars. Both. Yes. If you had to pick one. I you would need both, development but you stars. take development over You need stars. both, but development is crucial. Stars don't mean shit if they don't work hard and they don't play well. Most of our high star transfers That's a in fact. the Mel Tucker era. I need I need blood. depth on the roster for guys that like the starter comes out and the backup has to come in. It's not a complete drop off. I need development from everybody on on the roster. Move Malik. No. What is he hustle doing? Talent when talent doesn't hustle. Bars. Minute thirty though for those uh keeping track at home just went to a timeout. Sixty nine, nice sixty seven. Great. You know I know I said I didn't want to get. Yeah, I looked him up. Came from California. Um, wasn't highly recruited. Obviously, yes, he was. I think he was overlooked, I'm guessing. Nope. What do you mean, nope? He just, I'm going to make me pull up his profile. He chose Jonathan Smith over Oregon and Washington. But you don't think they already had commitments from guys and they're like they offering didn't. him as their second QB? No. How do you know? How because do you know? It's, it's well documented that he wanted to play for Smith and that's why he chose a lowly Oregon State versus the other two. I mean, he's like a well, top if you pull up his player. If you. If you pull up his 24-7 profile, it says his offers, like his top five offers were Hawaii, Florida, Atlantic, and Washington State, and Oregon State. Yeah, that's not true. He visited Oregon and Washington. But that happens in recruitments. People stop offering once you commit anyways. 
Kind of looks like uh, maybe some like Deshaun Watson mannerisms. That is I don't know quite if it'll be a no. damn it. Well, like mannerisms. Don't compare him to a five. massage Only table. Only Big Ten. Don't don't worry, Grant. The Alex depression in sports is coming. We need a big three here. Grant, worry about Butler. Don't Maybe say Butler's better than us day. because we beat them by twenty. You don't know what it's like. <laughs> you have to laugh, but the way you said that, I feel like it was in a movie quote. You just don't know what it's like, man. You don't. At least we have our health. Malik's got twenty. We're still shooting fifty percent from the field. We get this whole bag of Milano cookies. I told you, Grant. I don't need to win in our fantasy match. This is what so. we need, Evan. This is the therapy session. I want to throw something. You know those tw- uh, that one NBA account, the worldwide wob. When an NBA team loses really disgustingly, he says, like, blank fans. This, like, guy's an fans. this, this is a safe space. Let it all play. out. That's what the next, like, 20 minutes of the show needs to be. Is just you guys just letting it out. There's nothing to let out. As respectfully as possible. Like, I don't have anything good to say. But, okay, then maybe I have to facilitate it with questions. Why can't we just do what Iowa did to us one time? Why? Like, okay, Alex. Alex. <laughs> Your your tweet, your quote tweet, the live? quote tweet heard around the world. Yeah, this is live. Of you saying we need answers. What if if you're in a room with Tom Izzo? What question you one on one? He's totally honest. What are your questions that you're asking him? Like what answers? Do I you know have? his answers though. He actually gave his answers no. in that press conference. I wanted to no. like off the record. Like he's going to fully air it out. What are you asking him? I want to know why we don't have a half court offense. I want to know why we're not tough. I want to know why we start every game down 12 to 2, except this one. I want to know why we haven't been good in seven years since I left college. Okay, it's been four. Feels like an eternity. (laughs) Feels like an eternity, though. (laughs) I know we made the Sweet 16 last year, but we had a mediocre regular season. We're about to start 0-2 in Big Ten play. We're under 500. We started last season 5-4. and This year we're 4-5. and We're going to be the only team in Big Ten under 500. I just... Oh, that's just goddamn. Wow. That was a poorly timed graphic. Like, was that the whole Big Ten or just like the top? No, that was everyone. Oh. I'm not going to ask like why does Xavier Booker not play? It's very clear when he's in, he's ass. So I don't, I don't even need him to play. I want to know Ballard why. transfer? What? I just, it's a joke, Butler fans. I don't know. You're, you would not be aware of this because we don't mean much to you, but we have a running joke that Xavier Booker is like in the transfer portal for Butler. Like oh, he that's, a good one. That's, like, he, that's a good joke. He grew, he, he grew up next to Butler at Cathedral High School. So we just joke, oh, Xavier Booker, like Thad Mata, Butler Bulldog. I think this might be but, the end of Izzo. I'm watching on him on the sideline. He looks like he's going to cry. He just lost that. I mean, Nebraska. That is a bigger narrative. I don't that that seems so crazy to me. It doesn't even enter in my. It's like when people kept saying, "Is Tom Brady finally washed?" I never could refuse to believe it. So I don't. I'm never. I'm never going to think that it's I'm like. Not going to sit here and tell you that Tom is was washed because we did go to the Sweet Sixteen last year and we were four seconds from potentially a Final Four with the yeah. same players, though. And I don't understand. How we are older than the Detroit Pistons, and we are four and five right now. 
Someone tell me. This is the answers I need, Grant. Someone tell me why this <laughs> basketball team. You lose your top two assistants no. over the last couple of years. I'll tell you the problem. I just told you, you the problem. Well, first of all, we kicked Dane Fife out for whatever reason. They didn't like his recruiting because he recruited Pierre. Um, Sissoko never got better. Sorry, Grant. That's a problem. I think he's an easy target. That's on the coaches. I think not having a person that can get on the block and flip one over his right hand or right shoulder or left shoulder and get a bucket, Nick Ward. Not recruiting a guy that can score on the block, problem, issue. Not recruiting point guards that can shoot threes, problem. Big problem. I don't know why anyone in their mind would think a point guard who can't shoot is the guy for you in today's college basketball landscape. And I support AJ. He is a good player, but... And his threes are better now. He can at least make some, but like, it's not a threat. You don't have to respect it. It makes it harder to play offense when you have guys that can't shoot. I think can't close games. I want I want to hear Evan talk too. Evan, your your first theory, your point that you made in the therapy session here was about assistant coaching pool that tied into the lack of development of players as they get older through the program. Are there any other big things that stand out to you about this recent stretch, specifically culminating in this year where there is, when you have a top five preseason ranking for better or worse, preseason rankings can be, um, Fugazi, usually bullshit, but, ask, but ask Kentucky every it, single year. It, ask Michigan. It does last year. It does put a target on your back. You know, we saw North Carolina last year. They fell from off the planet and for better or worse. So people, People ask more questions when you get that preseason ranking. And objectively, we know, like Alex talked about, the peak of this team. A couple bounces just here and there last year. A half-court alley-oop away. Any, Evan, other things that stand out to you? How did we get here on December 10th? Can't finish the games. We're in the games. We're there. We have the lead or we're close. We're not getting blown out. finish the games. We almost never get blown out. Finish games. Because the offense gets stagnant, like Alex said, the half court offense gets stagnant, a bunch of dribbling. It's like you you change your offense philosophy, where the guys completely change in one's late game. It's more stand and watch instead of ball movement. Sucks. I don't I really, nothing. I like you could do the typical coach speak. Oh, there's no leader on the team. I don't know who's the leader. The seniors. We know AJ is not capable I think, of being a leader. So, I mean, I do think Tyson's not really that, a leader either. That's the thing that sticks in my brain the most from watching MSU basketball, kind of from the Big Ten Michigan perspective, and like seeing the teams that have been good for you guys. I just don't, and I think I've said it in previous podcasts. I've always raised my eyebrow, like who is the guy on this team? Because there's some of them that are like talented players, should be but I don't know if I would take the guy seriously as leaders. And yeah, I just don't know. I've said he since Tyson got here because he, he doesn't have the ball in his hand because he's not the point guard. You don't know what personality or what mood Hogarth's going to be in. I wouldn't blame he's AJ for guard. Tyson not taking over basketball games. I don't think that's I'm not fair. saying that, but Every good Izzo's team has always had the point guard as the best player. Our best actual leader on our basketball team is 18 years old. That's an issue. 
Is that supposed to be Fierce? Yeah, he's the only one that I actually watch in the games, and he looks like a Tom Iso basketball player. Yeah, like, this is a super unfair speculation to do, but I'm almost, like, thinking if I was given access to a practice with them, like, I can't, I can't picture, from what I see on the court, I don't know if I can picture Walker, Hogarth, and the other old guys, like, just getting into people in practice and like being a verbal leader not just a lead by example guy. I don't know. I just, I've always said that like the front running mentality from AJ specifically where you notice it, where it's like he kind of turtles in moments. And then when he makes a big play for himself, he shows a lot of emotion, but it's not really there. And I just feel like in the years of their practices and whatnot, I can't picture any of them correcting poor behavior or setting like a standard of how they do things around there leading by examples all fine and mighty and great you need guys like that but you 1000 percent need someone chewing someone's especially for a guy like aj someone needs to chew his ass out that isn't time so like someone on the team a player i feel like the best teams like they're capable they're like able to yell at other players and like like kobe bryant one of the better um, leaders in basketball just ripped players all the time. Michael Jordan, same thing. Michael Jordan, we have punched Steve Kerr in the face. Nobody like that on our team. The only people that I think actually talk are Malik Hall, which, whatever. Not really. Like, I don't know if he like commands the respect that you need to do that. And then the other guy who I think is capable and would do it based on everything that's been said is fears, but he's 18. So like if he yells at Hogarth, like we all know Hogarth is not listening to him. So where Aikens, he doesn't say anything. Walker, he's never said anything. Hogarth. Yeah. We all know what he is. I, I'm going to use this as an example that's going to be very niche to some of our listeners and us comparing it back to the Cumsy, just because that's what I know. I think it reminds me of a situation too, where you have that with the team. And then you also have a coach in Izzo who is still fiery at times, but it's very fair to say as he's gotten older, rightfully to him, like maybe it's just not as intense when he was just starting out. I think probably he'd even admit that. Like he can't even be said that I've kind of gotten, softer on people he can't be um, what he was the world is too soft for that but it reminds me of a parallel to coach romano at tecumseh because i remember when we were coming up we heard when he first got there he was intense as hell and was like running the team non-stop to change the culture and they we had a little success and then our grade came through as seniors and we finished what 500 made the playoffs got blown up by the way and i never forget him in the after the season just kind of saying matter of factly, he said, boys, I just, I don't, I didn't have the fire that you guys were a 500 team the way you lifted weights in the off season. And you're a 500 team now, as we sit here at the end of the year. And it was like, he, he probably saw us kind of like, ended. he said, Savage. he said like in the off season, like we were, we kind of behaved like a 500 team in the weight room. Like, and it's true. So like, I'm sure we you? all could. Is that it? Not give up. But I, I think it's as all, you get older as a coach, all. like he, so why give why give give it all more than it's ass when we're not? You guys just have too much fun. Just not not too committed enough to sports. Well, I mean, everyone on that team could probably be like, yeah, you know, we probably could have been a little bit harder on each other. Like, oh, I don't remember anyone like yelling at each other in the off season if we were thinking we were skipping sets or things like that. But I'm sure Romano was like 
and all coaches say like the best teams are player led. Like they just kind of do their thing. And he may have been like, all right, maybe this team's been not that for like three years. Maybe Romano was like, they'll figure it out and be player led or they just won't. And me screaming at them to not skip sets, is not going to change anything if they don't have that inner deep like dog that they want to go out and do this. And like, yeah, we were still a talented team and had success. But at the end of the year, looking back big picture, he's probably like, you know what? Yeah, we were 500 in the offseason and effort. We're 500 now. And I feel like that's maybe similar to the Izzo effect where like he sees the practices and instead of just screaming week after week to change. He's just like, eh, if they're not going to be player led, I, I can only... I can lead them to the drinking fountain, but I can't make them put their head in and drink from it. I also think that this... Maybe that's way off. I don't know, but that's what I'm relating to. I think to. this team practices well, and I actually think that they like practice hard, practice well, and they care, and they're trying, and then they get to the games, and it's just like pissed down our leg. Like every... like the The energy level of this team is like when things are going well, like their energy is so high and great, but like one bad thing happens and we spiral into like six straight possessions of absolute dog shit. And it takes like an hour to dig ourselves out. By the time we dig ourselves out of our 20 point deficit, every game we get within three and then that, that's it. We run out of gas and then we lose by seven every single time against a good team. Sorry, Butler. They're just not a good team. Eight and two about to be nine to go. I, I would trade records. There's no doubt. I don't know. It's also it's a lost season. Are, it feels like that already. People are obsessive about it to an extent, but we've talked about the body language police for a long time about this team, and it you know you can't unsee things. You see of people sulking on the bench. I feel like when I think about past Michigan State teams, we didn't have people sulking a lot, and also not really listening to when Izzo's talking to them on the bench, think, talking about Hogard. Like there was that viral clip last year where he was like laughing when he was talking to him, and then you see the difference between Jeremy Fears dialed in with his coach. Like learning. What is Evan doing? <laughs> I don't know. To that oh, to that point, Grant also Dog dog therapy. How many Sorry. how many kids are like Jeremy Fears oh, in today's age? Evan, you probably know the best. How many kids are actually like that now? Wanna be coached, wanna be great, wanna do it the right way. How many kids actually exist? Couple in each grade. Two or three. Then you'll get some grades that are just like four or five, but there's not many. Like it's, there's kids it's that will falling. say that they want to be coached until it's gut check time, and then they fizzle. It felt like when we were in high school, basketball-wise, like there's always like a couple divas on the team. You took but it, I would but say Alex, we were like, so accustomed to getting screamed at and yelled at growing up by any coach that we had that it was – I'm just saying, like, 80% of all our basketball teams, like, everyone, 80% of the team cared, wanted to be good, practiced hard, yeah. didn't bullshit. But bullshit after, sure. Oh, now, God. it feels like it's, like, every roster in construction in high school and, like, younger levels is, like, 50-50 divas and, like, kids that want to try. Like, that percentage is just dropping and dropping. And then now you're seeing it when they get to the college level. It's like, just like, let's worry about me. Let's see what happens. And then you don't have like teams that are actually good it's together. These, it's all these rankings are gone. It's heads. But then you look at a team like actually, Purdue. Not as, not as good as you actually think. Purdue has a bunch of guys that are not like all highly rated dudes. I mean, obviously they have Zach Eady, who wasn't some highly rated dude, by the way. He's just ginormous. And they just play together and play for each other and do things the right way, and they're good at basketball. 
development. You need to develop over four years. You need to get better every single year. Can't we have the most talent in the Big Ten, and we're the in dead last. Dead last in the entire conference, and we have the most talent on of any roster. And the best coach. We've also played two games less than two, two, game, two games more than Rutgers, which is I'm not saying we're going to finish the season and last in the Big Ten. That would be that that will never happen. But that would be insane. It will never it happen. On the Big that Ten happen. tournament, if we do, It'd be sweet. I'm not even ready to say like <laughs> that. Michigan State won't make the tournament. I'm not. I'm not going to jump to that conclusion just yet. But I am also at the point where if we don't make it, like I've come to grips with it. Isn't it nuts, this culture we live in, though, that last week you said you were baffled by Sam's true or false question, and we flash forward to now two more losses, and it's just like, like, well, holy shit, maybe, I just, it's, this team is so confusing, because how can you do what you have done, return everybody, add more talent, you lose Joey Hauser, good piece, but like, I mean, we're going to be fully honest with ourselves, Joey Hauser is the difference between a Sweet 16 team and a team not making the tournament, one guy, when you add the difference, when you add a bunch of good players, like the milkman, it's hard to think. Like, I just don't get how this team can be this way. Like, he's a superhero in a cape, but the milkman. I'm done with sports. That's where I'm at. It's been a rough couple weeks for you. Do you want my two minute synopsis of why? That one photo, yeah. I want to put that photo up as you give your rant of what you say in your life is like as a sports fan. <laughs> Let's just think about this. So right. we're gonna we're just gonna take a little trip down memory lane. Dude, high school is the peak of Michigan oh, State wow. football, right? Twenty eleven to yeah. twenty fifteen, the greatest stretch of Michigan State football in its history. I am balls deep in fandom at that time, right? That is that is all I care about. That's what I wear to school every single day. That's all Evan and I talk about. That is it. Sports, Michigan State, love that team. Like sports, we don't care. Not to mention during that stretch, Michigan State basketball, elite, good. Mm. Just before Uh, that, too. 2009, 2010, two two Final Fours the two years before high school, and then 2015 we make the Final Four my senior year of high school. So now we're into college, mm. start college. Mm-hmm. I go to Michigan State because I love the sports that much. That's basically basically why I went there. Like if we're not going to bullshit, I went there because I love the sports that much. Okay. They have, they have a good academics. That helps. So, but sports. But sports. <laughs> like to, to give full context, my freshman year of college, I would skip my Monday afternoon class to watch Mark D'Antonio press conferences. That's how much I loved it. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even bullshitting. That's that is how much. That is the craziest yeah. thing. Acting like YouTube didn't exist, you couldn't watch. It I afterwards. would skip uh, calculus to watch Mark D'Antonio. I would skip like the big lecture and watch that every Monday. Were my grades good that year? Those, it's. It's also knowing him, he probably wasn't even that like excited of a press conference. No, there's no substance ever. But I had, to, I like Solarian. I was that balls deep. Like every Thursday, I'd have recitation, <laughs> and I would like wait for that like Graham Couch article to drop, like five things in a prediction for our game that Saturday. Like that's how like just stupid I was into it. Make the college football playoff. <sighs> 
What a peak. Drove to Butler through the night yeah. to watch it. And then the basketball team. Drove instantly back. Instantly back. <laughs> Terrible. Denzel Valentine year. Uh, so I come off the football season, go into basketball. Denzel Valentine wins player of the year. Unbelievable team. And then this is where everything starts to go to shit. Oh, no. <laughs> Lose to Middle Tennessee the in the first round. Red, blue Red Raiders. What I thought would be like the most sadness I'd ever have in sports. Wrong. Then, <laughs> then, football team, the following year, three and nine. I've never experienced Michigan State not making a bowl game in the Martantonio era. And then they go three and nine. And I'm like, holy shit, this is what being bad's like. Can't ever have this again. Basketball season. Barely make the tournament. Losing the second round to Kansas. I'm like, what is happening? These are this is not the sports I'm accustomed to. Following year, Michigan State football was better. They won the holiday bowl. Let's not throw a parade for that. And then basketball loses to Syracuse, which is the worst basketball loss I've ever seen in my life. Mm. And it's just – and since that point, we've had one moment of greatness in my life as a sports fan for Michigan State Athletics. One. One true moment that got me through that ended in the most sadness I once again have ever had. Final Four in 2019, all the way back. My fandoms all the way back. Lose to Texas Tech. Never had a more debilitating feeling in my life. And since that point, we've been ass at everything. No. You had the K-9 game. I thought that was your peaking moment. That's my peak. That's not my peak football moment, Grant. I watched actual, actual, like, trophies go up into the sky. I thought you were saying since that moment. Since that moment, there's been one blip of garbage under a coach or a one blip of greatness under a coach that masturbated and got fired. You realize that? Since 2019, one moment. Not to mention the Detroit Tigers have the longest active uh, drought in MLB postseason. Tigers dropping here. The Detroit Pistons haven't won a playoff game since 2019. 15 years. Okay. I haven't won a playoff game in 15 years. The Detroit Lions have never, never won the division in my entire life. They've never won a playoff game in my entire life. The Red Wings, since I started college as a freshman, they made the playoffs that year, have not made it since, have not won a playoff game. What do I have, Grant? You sit here right now. (laughs) You sit here. Tell me, in the last four plus years, what the do I have to hold on to in sports? What do I have? Why do I care about sports? I've seen nothing go well. Keep in mind, you won the fantasy league. Michigan's won three straight Big Ten titles. Mm. Michigan was a one seed in the NCAA tournament. They've won the Big Ten in basketball since that point. They've okay. won the Big Ten tournament, right? Multiple times. They won it to, uh, in the time span you're talking about since it's like 20, whatever, 2017? 19. They they won, when, did, when did they go to the 19. national championship game? 17? Yeah, I want to say 18. I feel like Villanova was 18. So Michigan's having all this success. And Michigan State is. The cycle. 
laying in the dumper, have had three presidents, has a shit board of trustees, and nothing, nothing, except the hockey program at the current moment, is going well for them. Nothing. And I sit here I feel like and you- I, I schedule my weeks out based on what this this shit program is good. The what team's good? Team's good. Tennis ball teams. Tennis is good. Esports upset the number one team in something. National champions in doubles. It's just it just takes me to the point. It's like why, why do I? Why am I holding on to the thought that Michigan State can get back? Life you're used to. Why? Why do I think they can get back to that? Are they ever going to get back to the stretch of 2011 to 2019? Probably not. Well, no, that was Pete. Mm, Well, it's going to look different. It's going to look different it is because dramatic. the whole sport Not to mention, college sports are like completely different. Everybody leaves every five seconds. Everyone's getting paid. It's complete anarchy. It's a watered-down product. The Lions lost to the f-ing Bears today. Like, what do I need to root for? What do I need to watch sports for? Tell me. Tell me I shouldn't. They say it's... Or tell me I should. That's all it is. is People say it's the journey, not the destination. Well, it's the journey it's the ride. <laughs> it does. Dude, we have had nothing. Evan knows it. All right. So you did. Well, could be so selfish. It, as much as I don't, I don't feel fully bad because I have gone through periods of this, but it, it did do a disservice to you where like your f- brain formative years of like uh, elementary and Michigan and uh, middle school, they were not a good program. I mean, basketball always was. Basketball has been great, but football was, was not good. Ugh. It just so happened when you hit your like puberty teenage boy years was the glory years. And so that's all you really knew as a diehard fan. And then now you're hitting this. Whereas for my formative years, it was awful. So I know what it's, I can put myself back to what even during that you had good basketball. You had the Trey Burke run stretch. No, that That was was high school. That was, that was coincided with Michigan state basketball being good. And football. Yeah, but middle school through early high school was uh, early beeline, like end of Amaker. You had a couple Lions playoff games in that stretch. They lost both. No, I already told you what I do, and it's not – people call it a bandwagon. I just think it's being smart. Like if it's not a product that inspires me, I just do not watch it. And that's – I'm not to that point because I'm just such a – I can't do that. But I wish, I wish I could do that. Like, like when we lived together, Laval Jordan years, you forced me to watch the UConn game. I don't watch Butler when during that because it was embarrassing. Like, I just won't watch it. Yeah, I'd be interested to see how you feel, Evan, because like, either you're just really good at like realizing we stink and it doesn't bother you, or you're just holding it on. I don't. It doesn't. (laughs) It does not bother me. It doesn't bother you now, that we're, we're just Alex. We're guys. You you take what the pain is and you push it down. Then you stack the more pain on top and you push it down. <laughs> the Lou push method. It push it down. You're not allowed to show your emotions. You're not allowed to. It's just. It's like. Why do I like when this during the stretch? Like I don't even want to watch. People other are going to respond to this and say, "Who gives a shit about your opinion about your sports teams?" Or they're going to say, "Pick a new team." Well, yeah, they they don't get it. Well, we well can't. you can't pick a new team. Can't. You can't. Pick I believe you can't do that. They don't get it. <laughs> there's people that get it. There's people that like live and die with their teams, and there's people that don't. 
and that's fine. Yeah, but Big Cat says it's okay to be passionate about something. Just do it. For it me, is full extent. And that's yeah, why I'm. I'm, I'm that's why I'm sitting here telling you, this is this is the low point of my sports fandom in my life. This has to be. Well, you you have to appreciate that was an incredible moment. history you just told, Alex. What you can't do, what you have to stop doing, is when you said I plan my week around it. Oh, that that's is done. When you stop doing that's that. Done. Like it's oh. bad. Because uh, it's just like you have to live your life, and if you happen to see cable. the Michigan State hoops game, then you see it. But if it, it's not like I'm blocking out this amount of time, you know what I did, Grant? I uh, if friends want to go to a bar, I go to the bar. I don't give a shit. I deleted obviously Twitter because that's just not good for the mental health. And I deleted all sports apps on my phone except the fantasy app, so I don't even know <laughs> when teams are playing. That's man is down bad. Exaggeration, Alex. You can figure it out, Alex. You log on to your work laptop. Didn't know Tottenham was playing today until someone texted about it. Good thing is everybody texts about it in all of our chats constantly, so I will always know when someone's playing. Yeah. Like, it's just not fun. Like, sports are not fun for me right now. You are making me nervous, though, that when you said the Texas Tech Final Four loss was, like, building up to the peak, I'm starting to worry that Michigan is going to lose to Alabama and you're and I'm about go to go through run. the cycle that you guys are going through now. Yeah. Where Harbaugh leaves and then Michigan basketball is up in the air right now. And then it's just pure awfulness. Now, I said all that, but let me that let me tell you one nervous. more thing. The second like we hit July, I'll be all in on Michigan State football. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone knows it. And then the sec Child's the second Michigan State is like shitty at football, I will be all in on basketball. And I will go through this vicious cycle again and again and again and again, hoping that maybe we haven't reached our peak yet, although it feels like we did. And it sucks because we talked all football season that we were just we were taking that on the chin for basketball. And this is what we get. And I know Evan's hurting inside. He just he's shoving it down. I am shoving it down. There's no point to bitch and moan because all you're gonna get is bitching and moaning. I'm not bitching and moaning, Evan. I'm just telling you it's guys. It's not gonna help. It do- well it doesn't. I don't feel any better. Correct. It's just like anything, you feel just, worse. Just don't watch it. Just you still watch and you still cheer for it and you expect the worst, but you appreciate when it's good. But when is it gonna be good, Evan? Correct, don't know. Now, Grant, can you tell me that it'll get better? This is the guy that comes from since he was Mr. Positive like two weeks ago. Correct. This is how bad it's gotten. I usually try to see it as positive at all times, and it's it's pretty doom and gloom. You're not positive anymore. The hardest part, I think, for you, um, and really, well, yeah, no, me too, because do that stretch. No one's actually football like football king. And if your football team's not good, then you can't you have nothing to turn back to. We have nothing to turn back to except hockey, which like is great for us, but no one cares about it. Just being fully honest, like the world care. doesn't care about it. The world doesn't. I do, but the world doesn't. Well, it is a global game. Well, the, you know, they play in Sweden and stuff like that. But except for Gary Bettman won't take everybody to the Olympics. What? Yeah. What? My uh, some advice from um, my good friend Phil shoots and tour show shout out. Uh, the Patriots were really bad. Not really bad, but they had a down year or they lost a game when we were in college. 
and he just told me i was like so like how's that affecting you he's like i'm just gonna go home and watch like the past five super bowl highlights and get over it so i don't know if that's like a real strategy i know like we don't have the peak of the super bowl we have like you have big 10 titles you have the rose bowl win maybe instead of watching michigan state hoops versus iowa you just watch a full length game of the 2013 rose bowl yeah, I just maybe that's just what you do. For me. Will it make you more <laughs> sad? Because it it's not happening now. I'd be like, yeah, I don't know how the because f- anytime I see like old highlights, like I saw the uh, Michigan State Oregon game when I was still on Twitter, like it came up, and I was like, wow, mm. like we haven't had a big game like this like since then. We have. That was an over exaggeration. Or, or was like, it? Uh, was it Cody sent the tweet like? 10 years to the day Michigan was like ranked number one in both sports or something like that. That was bad timing. I didn't see that. 10 years ago, like less like this past week, Michigan state was number one in basketball and like number three in like the college football play- rankings or number three in the AP poll. Yeah. Like yeah. we peaked the J yeah. we peaked exactly eight years ago. Michigan State football was number three in the AP poll and Michigan State basketball was ranked number one in the AP poll. This is how the kids that peaked in high school feel. <laughs> what if you just become look at it. Barney Stinson Alex? Yeah, I mean, that's certainly an option. You know, I could turn this into like something actually productive for my life. You know, like that could yeah. like I do have to realize sports is not life, but it is life to us. Or no, it is. Or, it's it. Or this is this is a long route, but this is a lot of work. You still work your job, but you turn a side hustle using your financial background and become a hedge fund manager. You become a billionaire, and then you either donate to these teams to make them good, or you buy one of them yourself and make sure it's good. I like that plan. I like That's, that. Plan. I'm gonna and you and you hire. I'm your gonna friends. be have to be that guy. I like that, that plan. I need to be that guy that claims that you can have three days within one day. I'm going to become that guy. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, I, uh, right. I break my days into three days, so I actually have tripled the amount of productivity as everybody else. Saw that, Evan. You should you should watch that video. It's hysterical. I'm not watching it. The guy was like dead American. serious. No. People do make fun of that guy, but there's an interview with Kobe Bryant who basically said that same thing like 10 years ago, and people loved him for it. He was like, when I found out that if I practice, I get better. I just said, what if I wake up earlier and I practice three times instead of one? <laughs> he basically well, like, did that his whole life. He'd wake up at 4 a.m., no practice, re- recover. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But like, you have to sleep three days in one. No, some people don't. And those are the high achievers. I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, I'm never going to be able to make an actual difference to these teams unless I have a billion dollars. So, Or you go into coaching. You drop it all now like um, Brad Stevens did. He went into coaching. No one is going to hire me. Yet. Uh, I'm, I, what do you mean? People we already have someone in, on our podcast in coaching. He's just going to hire his friends. True. Evan, how the prospect's looking. <laughs> I guess I need to start making my way up, Alex. It's a slow build, but we'll get there when we get there. I guess so. I think Evan sends a letter out to every D1 coach saying, Connor Stallions, I can be him for you, and then we see where that takes us. I'm sure a bunch of people have done that. I don't know, man. It's dark for you. Yeah, you did. It's dark time. It certainly didn't make me feel better. I'll be honest. I was hoping, like, I just told you, you're going to get me out of it. I just stopped caring about those teams. And then 
But you didn't hit your peak yet. You're in your peak, I think. Uh, Football-wise, yes. This is the best football year I've ever lived through. I'm like... But it's kind of hinging on a few things, and the Lions and Bears, the Lions look like they're crumbling down. Yeah, do you want to talk about that? Should we get into that? Explain to Evan what what we I'll tell you what we watched. Evan, do you remember I'll watching? I'll score. Do watching. you remember? Oh my god, it's a fake. The oh my god, Zacchaeus. Do you remember the Detroit Lions season that they started five and zero, won on Monday Night Football, looked like the greatest football team ever. Then we went five and six the rest of the year. I was there on Monday night. And yeah, we and do you remember and, specifically like the last ten and six? Then we got to go to the Saint. Then we got to go to the Saints because Aaron Rodgers went fourteen and two. Okay do you do you remember Damn the him. good memory the, Evans the there. Seattle team the team that lost to Seattle in the playoffs? Do you remember that team? Yeah, nobody picked us to win that game. Yeah, they were right. We lost we punched a ball, at yeah. Dallas with Zach Zenner as running back. We had a chance to win the division at home against the Packers on Sunday night. Lost that game. And I don't remember that much that from that game. I just we lost the at Lambeau Field Sunday night game that we had a chance to win the division. And Sue stepped Mathlin. on Aaron Rodgers' leg. No, oh, there was another game. game we were at. I I, we watched it in Grant's basement. Okay. Really? I'm, we have a recurring theme. That's great. That's what I was looking for. All those teams <laughs> melted. Down the last like six weeks of the season, like they went like five hundred. There was like a deadline or like a trade deadline or something like halfway through the year to improve your team. If only there was something like that. Now, I thought because of what we saw last year, um, the team finishing incredibly strong. (laughs) Good joke, Kevin. uh, That this team would have the same type of effect. Turns out we used all of that stuff. All that good, nice football. Uh, we use it the first like eight weeks of the year, and it, it no longer exists. It doesn't exist anymore. That team's gone. People know our formula. We're not as healthy anymore. What do you? I'm expect? telling you, that team is gone. It's not the back. blemishes. No, the blemishes that were covered up by like the magic that we had last year in the beginning of this year. It's over. That is yes, it's gone. It died in Baltimore when we. And great, you need to know that so that you don't crumble into a million pieces when this keeps happening because it's it's not getting fixed. Why just why are you targeting Because I know me? that you are uber positive guy because you have a football team that's good and like gives you hope for other things. As a guy who has no hope, who wants to be hopeful, don't No, this team this this game broke me down. It was like a, was a house of cards and they just knocked off like three rows of a ten row house of cards. We're not it's a good disgusting. football team. It, we're not. You, sorry, did you guys have a question? I feel like no. I feel like Evan was about to say I something. I didn't ask him a question, but if he has something to say, please. I don't really have anything to answer besides. I already said what I wanted. There was blemishes on this team, and it's now getting exposed. Yeah, if there was like a, we said at the beginning of the offseason, no pass rush, weakened secondary, still have a bunch of holes, and offensively, you're still missing a key pass catcher slash weapon on the offense. The leaky faucet turned into an exploding fire hydrant. That's what happened. We just don't even we don't even use our number nine overall draft pick who's finally healthy. Like we just don't even get him involved that much. It's just a joke. We he's got 
what he got targeted one time and got one handoff for four yards. Like, why did we draft Jameson Williams to let him be a, it's a good point, pylon right? cone? It's a good point. It's a good we point. We need to have a conversation about the coaching of this football team. We need to have a lot of conversations. We need to, we need to talk about it. Dan's decisions are not good. We get away with them a lot. That was the magic Evan's referring to. We're not getting away with them anymore. Um, as great as Ben Johnson has been, he doesn't seem to put the ball in our best skill players' hands enough. Non-coaching related, Jared Goff is um, a game manager at best. Turn that just, fast, Alex. Turn that just fast. Need, just need to be honest with ourselves. Turn that fast. No, I got to stop you a little bit, Alex. You're... I know the offense let us down a lot today. Thirteen points against the Bears. I still, is a it's joke. the questions about the coaching staff should be pointed at the defense. I was still offense. getting through my list of coaches. Aaron Glenn, my neighbor, former neighbor. Things have gone downhill since you moved away from him. Some incredibly questionable decisions today. Incredibly questionable. And then we also just need to look at the fact, like the personnel on defense isn't good. It's just not very good. Correct. And then what does that all lead to? A mediocre, really... a mediocre football team that had a magical beginning to the season. All right, we're not mediocre. We need to slow down a little bit. We no, need tell to, me why. Tell me why. I'll, we're not. I'll play s- s- because one uh, different from previous Lions teams is there is resilience to this team that you can't take away from them they they do battle back they don't fold like a lawn chair their ravens game is the one clear example where that doesn't hold true this year but even on thanksgiving versus the packers it was a late score than an onside kick that you don't have any hope for but they don't roll over and die versus teams and in previous games they have pulled some out of their butt that other lines iterations don't so this team is mentally tougher than past lines teams and they do have good talent on their team yes just a counterpoint to their resilience yeah they can be resilient but this team similar to michigan state basketball in the last month and a half uh, has started games despite uh, besides the new orleans game um like that they are asleep and just fall into these holes immediately against bad teams i mean if we're being honest packers and bears are bad defensively the offense also Goes three and out. Like the offense in the third quarter this year, every game has been non existent. They went three and out three times to start today's football game, and then they did it four times in the third quarter. They had one first down. Their first first down was five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Yeah, uh, but I was just saying from uh, this like five game stretch, whatever we want to call it, where they've kind of been winning some games closely and then losing some games we thought they should have won. It hasn't like the offense. The, the defense has consistently given up points on the first drive of the game, but the offense has answered in a lot of them. This game was a little bit different. This is the worst offensive game they've had of the stretch. But also we have to remind ourselves that going to Lambeau Field in December has never been a recipe for success for the Detroit well, Lions. We didn't play at Lambeau Field today. Played at Soldier Field. Sorry, Soldier Field. Thank you. Soldier Field. I don't Lambeau I don't, Field I, actually I, has I'll be honest, successful. I don't give a Here shit about the past, Soldier Field, the past 
I don't know. That was a lot. No one cares about past thoughts of going to Soldier Field. These are new players. These are different guys. Like, that doesn't True. matter. This is the NFL. True. Half these True. teams play home games outside. But, but it's always been a close game, typically, with Goff as quarterback. We either lose it. Last year, we won by a point. Yeah, sure. But, like. And the Bears were terrible. They're the worst team in the NFL. shitty this year. They're better they this have year. They, are, they actually do have okay, talent. Yeah. Fine. They have guys that we would love to pluck off their defense, and you couldn't really say that last year. I mean, I, I'm still looking for you to tell me they're better than mediocre. Like, the Lions are an average football team with an above-average record. No, they're an above-average team. They're, me, an, they're an above-average team. Reason. Because their offense and offensive coach, when on, can beat good teams. When on. Why not? Why don't they get up for the games that they don't get up for? They get up for the big games. They don't get up for the mediocre games, and that's when you the the, the wave of inconsistency that the Lions are on is exactly the definition of an average football team. The Bears look great sometimes and shitty most times. The Lions just look great half the time and look bad half the time. So we're just right in the middle, average. Like, if you're comparing us to the and, Eagles or the 49ers, the Eagles are good 90% of the time. The 49ers are good 90% of the time, but they are bad sometimes. We're not even close to that level. Mm-hmm. And though that's the elite tier. And then if you look at the good tier, like a Dallas, or, I mean, we're going to sit here and say that we're as good as them? No, I think Dallas is better, but we can beat them. I'm not saying like if we were mediocre, mediocre we would go into a game saying mediocre we have no chance to win. Good teams in the NFL. It's not college sports. Not when it matters. Yeah, though. agreed. And I don't think this team can beat anyone good when it matters. I'm not ready to go there. I think yet. you should. I don't think you have any reason not to think that. Point to one I game. I've gotten to the point where. That. In this season? Sure. Point to a game that you um, think that they could beat a, an elite team like, you know, Dallas and up. Wait, are, are you saying point to a game, um, a future game, or point to a past game that makes you think they have that ability? Point to a past game. What they did to the Packers at Lambeau. Okay, so a, a average team. When Jordan Love was game. three games in. And then a game with no Travis. And it was the first game of the year. I, Fully I know. Healthy. Um, I know they have fallen off the wagon, but they played good ball that day, and they are a physical team. I do think the win at Tampa Bay was a promising game, especially how the defense played in that. Don't have much of a counter to that other than and the then, not that good. And I know it was gross and it was the beginning of the downfall for our defense, but I do think the ability to win the shootout 41 to 38 at the Chargers was something we have never seen from a Lions team we've really rooted for in the past. I don't think the Chargers have won a game since that point. Yeah, no, I'm not saying. I'm saying. (laughs) It was bad look for the defense, but I'm just saying the ability to hang up hang with that and pull it out. Sure. In, like uh, this, yes, this team is ex- exactly what you're describing. They're an average team that like shows good moments. 
the Lions only have one win over teams that are five hundred. They just they they are better. One than win the bad over teams, teams that are five hundred. We are better than the bad teams, but we are an average football team with an inflated record because we had a pretty like we if we're being honest, division, easy so we got schedule. the we got the favorable record. No, we I got mean, the we're second best. But let's let's talk through though, like realistically. So last week, I we had already said that I've changed my thoughts. Well, no, I guess. I think I said I could still see us somehow getting winning two games if we got the one seed and falling into a Super Bowl, but that's out. So I guess I'm stepping back from that. But if you're going to tell me, like, I still can see this team winning the division, I'd exp- I'd be stunned if they lose it. I know people are already they talking need, about well, we have two games versus the Vikings and we're I'd, in a two game lead. The good news for us is the Vikings aren't very I would good be, either. I would be embarrassed as a sports fan. And never live it down if the Lions blew that would this be division. Peak darkness. I fully expect. I thought I'm in darkness. I fully expect that them would get me to the darkness. I fully expect them to win the division, and I still, depending, it's matchup dependent. Like we said, but no last matter year, what? Who if we win the division or lose the division? That we can we win a playoff play game. the division. We play our own division. Well, we might we're probably gonna play the Rams. Rams are six and seven. They Vikings lost, are seven though. and six. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I mean, if I'm thinking about it, who do I think is better? Probably the Rams versus the Vikings. They have a better chance of making it. No. Oh, okay. I thought you the No, Dallas. I'm not saying they're better. I'm saying yes. We can get, we can win our division. We can play one of those poopy teams and we can beat them. And then we'll play Dallas yeah. or Philly or San Francisco and lose by Bears 21. Freaking two game win streak. But this is the point, though, Alex. Like that hasn't. We said the same thing last I week. Know. I didn't. I need to walk myself yeah. down. But, huh? Yeah, just pure silence over here. You can't hear me. Yeah, he's dead. What is dead may never die. All right, you can't hear. Him. You can't hear me. You can't hear me. Still can't hear you, Grant. I don't know if you can hear no, us, but we can't hear you. He's gone. He's completely frozen on my screen. Should I boot him? Yeah, he is on mine. I know you didn't want to leave and rejoin, but oh, I see his head. Hello, You're back. You can hear didn't me. Hear anything you said in the last two minutes? I could hear you guys the whole time, so I stopped talking. But you guys can hear me yes. now. Yep, you're moving. I see you blink. The... You're That's foggy, so but I can see you. Basically, what I was saying is the only difference between last week and this week is I need to step back falling into the Super Bowl because the one seed's officially dead. But it's still matchup dependent on who we face for the playoff game. And if it's not Dallas, I would have confidence that we can beat that team and win a playoff game. Well, Which again, he, looking back to the beginning of the year, was our goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all fine. I'm not I'm not gonna be mad about this season. My point is though Well, yet if we win a playoff game, that only just gets us to the divisional round. Yeah, you're not even you're not getting past the divisional round. Likely like not. You you can't sit here and tell me that we can beat any of the teams that we'll likely face in the next round. No, but and again, it's unpredictable. But it's an unpredictable sport. Like last year with the Forty ers what if you catch them after an injury to someone important, if it, and then you if, can win that game? Like you just need to get into the dance and three win. quarterbacks get injured, and we get to face Christian McCaffrey at QB. Then then maybe. But even then, McCaffrey would probably tear us up as a quarterback. <laughs> he would be nice. But, like, let's just – like, you're not going to expect it. You're not going to think it. 
I'm sure we'll talk ourselves into it that week. No. But like I can just as easily see that see us losing to a team like a shitty team in the wild card round. That's how vulnerable we are. The 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 gross things for me the last two weeks that have pissed me off more is the indisciplinedness of our football team, which speaks to the lack of coaching. And also they're grown men. So I don't like if you're jumping off false start and stuff, it is coaching, but it's also just like wake Nine up. They're doing job. things that old old Lions teams did. One fumbling a snap, two multiple false starts, three, just I know they never call that, so it is a little bit Detroit rest bs but the getting to the delay a game because you thought you outsmarted it and that the play clock or the game clock was going to expire and then getting a delay a game was so gross and i was just like i feel like i'm watching just that's a terrible coaching staff thinking they could do that Dude, that's just so dumb why wouldn't you even just check with the line or with the, the clock guy just be like hey is this a delay of game stupid like, and then yeah, they're BS calls, but like getting like Anzalone hitting him out of bounds for 15 yards after the play. It's just like these stupid things that we're doing to ourselves in these games are aggravating me. And, and really like the the false starts and the fumble. Like we just did. We looked like the Saints last week when they fumbled with their car. Like we're just fumbling snaps. And this is a, I know it's an excuse mentality, but it did start to click in my brain that is this really team just held together by Frank Ragnow, especially on offense? Is this is this all it takes is it inserting him back in? Because we looked like we were unstoppable against the Saints. He goes down ever since he's been out. We looked like crap. We held on versus the Saints. And then to start this game, we just looked terrible on offense. We have some runs here and there, but he is all pro. He's the second best center in the NFL. But it's like I made the joke on Twitter. Like he, you could say he's the most valuable player easily on our team, and he's held us together the way we look like we play when he's gone. It's disgusting. Jared has no time to throw at. Every time I watch him, the pocket is caving into him. Yes, he can't escape it, which is his, his own limitations, and I understand why people are getting upset, but the pocket is caving into his lap almost every single play. I think over the last six weeks, he's been sacked 15 times. It's, it was... We just can't, we can't protect can't, a we thing. We can't block. It, it also feels like... We can run block, yeah, okay. We can run block, but we can't pass block. Also, it's certainly not fair because this guy is uh, very good for our team, but he, the last two weeks, has kind of been um, nowhere. Your guys' guy. And I don't know if that's coaching, scheming, getting him open. What's his name? Your guy. Our number. Your guy. 97? A couple of uncharacteristic drops today. Uh, 14. 14. 14's had a tough couple, couple weeks. When I used to think in the beginning of the season, any third down, he was wide open all the time. And now, like, it just feels like he's not even there as a safety blanket. The ball is not coming out of Jared's hands great, probably because he's panicked and terrified no, in the not. pocket. Well, he's got to wear gloves cold outside, so that's not a great start. <laughs> nine, I'm not going to poo-poo on 97. I'm not, I don't think that was – like he's like as big of an issue as everyone maybe makes it seem. I don't know. I don't go on Twitter anymore, so I don't really know what was said today. Well, I mean, as long as we're honest about it, I'm like, yeah, he's not Max Crosby, all right? Yes, he's not. And he right? won't like, be. Just be honest about what he is. Well, no, we can't write off. Like, he still can be good. He's in year two of his career. And I think he's had the tied for the most sacks um, through two years so far for any player in Lions history. So we're still watching a historically good defensive player for our franchise. 
but he's not, he's not the pass rusher. Max Crosby in the top like, top tier pass rusher guys. He's not that. Right now, he can't do it by himself. No. And no player should have to, really. That's not how a football team Agreed. should work. Did it upset you when I said that's why pressure doesn't count? No, I didn't even really know the context of what we were, like the play and what. Uh, it was the third down, Bears backed up against their own end zone. Hutchinson gets hands on fields, fields breaks away, runs for like 22 yards, they pick up a first down. Mm. That's a pressure. But like yeah, but then, like can, but then you can 22 yard But then you can take the flip side though, where he wrecked that entire drive, where he sacked him and then he pressured him and QB hit him and the ball went 50 yards in the air. Like that's a meaningful I know, but I, like, that I does matter. See why Evan doesn't like that stat because it doesn't always tell the full story. Like it's sometimes a pressure stat. can yeah. turn into no, a mistake. Right, it's the most blue ball stat. A pressure means you almost got there. You almost did something. Yeah. And then when you look at the context, like if you just look at your phone, it's like, oh, 21-yard gain by Justin Fields. Pressure by Aiden Hutchinson. You're going to be like, well, what the f- it doesn't matter. So I can see why it's an, an annoying yeah. stat and a stat I wouldn't probably want to lean on. But I do think it provides good context if, if you can beat your guy. You'd rather have a guy getting pressures Agreed. than no pressures. They're not an end-all, be-all stat. But you at least want the guy to beat his man and get close to the quarterback to disrupt the quarterback. In this case, Justin Fields is an electric runner of the football and impossible to tackle, as we've seen time and time again against our football team. And everyone was missing him today. All things considered, I thought we kept Justin Fields relatively in check running the ball. I don't know what his final stat line was. His touchdown, Alex. Somebody didn't. Somebody didn't have contain. No, we, no. Let me tell. You, we, f- but. In comparison to what he's done to us in the past, it wasn't like the worst thing ever. I think what was surprising is how many times the Bears would have wide open receivers or a Cole Komet, just no one within 15 yards. Multiple times, they just wide open across the middle, wide open. Or, Evan, your favorite play that you didn't see, uh, single coverage, Jerry Jacobs on 4th and 13 on DJ Moore. No safety help. Yeah, it was Miss. That was a uh, Michigan State football versus Fourth Michigan. Fourth and thirteen, Fourth and 13 and from the fifty-yard line. We jumped, or like forty-yard line. They were just trying to. Justin Fields admitted in the post game they were just trying to draw us off. They did because we're undisciplined football team. So it was a free play, and he beat Jerry Jacobs by fifteen yards. One on one, no safety help. Jerry Jacobs on DJ Moore. I don't know. It looked like Jerry. It looked like I didn't watch the replay, but I because I, I was so mad, I looked away. But I think Jerry, it, he was so cooked. I think Jerry thought the play was dead or something. Like it was like he just stopped playing. And he that was, was if there's ever a moment to resort to the SOL mantra, that that moment in the game was just like, are you serious? It's fourth and thirteen. Like I thought this team was better than jumping offsides, and as dumb as. The 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 joke had annoyed me for a few weeks after the deadline, but now I'm fully to the point where myself, I was making the joke to myself. I almost texted it, but it was so hammered. Like, oh, I'm so glad the vibes of this locker room are so good and we didn't hurt Aquara's or other people's uh, feelings in the room. Like, I'm so glad that we didn't um, rub Josh Pascal or the Aquara's the wrong way by not trading for their replacement. And watching Montez Swetch just cave in our offensive line made it 10 times worse. It's such a joke that it's we It's not to mention, like, which I felt in the moment, too. Need, I felt in the moment. I we thought didn't we should. We didn't even need a defensive But, end. Evan, you were correct for being the most we, angry. We needed it was a, a joke. End. Well, we could also have used a corner. We, need we could one have back. used a multiple other things. We could have done something. Yeah, but you know what we did? We bolstered yeah. the offense with Donovan Peoples-Jones. Huh. 
Big catch yeah, today. He finally caught a pass. Down. But that didn't mean anything because he didn't score any points in this game. Gr- un- unreal throw by Jared. Really all Jared. Too. Jared still has great but throws. But Jared still, like... <laughs> Jared right. Goff since week seven, Alex. I know. These are his stats. I have a question for you, Evan. Ten touchdowns. We oh, talked no. about it. I'm seven scared. interceptions, six fumbles, been sacked mm. 15 times. That's Daniel Jones. Seven. 13 turnovers. That's Daniel Jones. My question. That's Daniel Jones. Um, we talked about it preseason when Lamar was available via trade. Evan, would you take Lamar over Jared Goff right now? No. Evan! <laughs> Come on, man. Jackson still is not a good quarterback. Did you see his touchdowns today? Lamar. I haven't seen a single highlight from the NFL besides what is on the TV right now. Quarterback, quarterback. he's a great player, and he would he elevate us. David Njoku is on my team in the other league, so I know he had a good game. David Njoku, the tight end? Had two touchdowns in the first, like, what does that have of- to do with Lamar Jackson? I'm just saying I haven't seen a single second. I said the only people I know that are good – or had a good day, or people in fantasy. Cooper Cup had a good day in fantasy. He did. So you would take Jared over Lamar, but like not yes. actually. But I would. Okay. Thank I you. actually would have a quarterback at a quarterback. Would you take CJ Stroud over Jared Goff? Yeah, upside's way better. Grant. And I have CJ Stroud for Stroud. five years. Yeah, yeah, you have to. He's playing like Evan, he's an MVP Anthony Richardson or Jared. At least Goff. he was Jared Goff. Anthony Richardson. Will Levis or Jared Goff? Stop, stop. Just, 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 just getting a little Will temperature from where we're at. Will Levis couldn't beat out Sean Clifford. I know. Just getting, just, just taking the temp. Fuck Brock Purdy or Jared Goff? We're back to that conversation. Oh, we are back to that conversation. We are definitely back. Uh, I think Brock Purdy gets coached better. Let's just be happy that they're going to make the postseason. We're pretty much clinched to do that, right? It would. There's no take, worries there. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're not missing the playoffs. It would require full blown disaster. We still do need to get to the Pistons. Not this episode. Later episode. I do need to rip that franchise apart. We've done a they, lot of they darkness actually make in me this. I don't think we week. need another section of darkness. In full transparency, so there was some news that derailed us, but it's unconfirmed. Next week to discuss it. <laughs> but we'll have to wait till next week to discuss it. Um, yeah, this was a depressing episode, but to brighter days ahead. Cheers to episode 145. Cheers. I think I'm going to be a Cowboys fan once we lose. <laughs> <laughs>